When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like... Whoa. And... Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. It's time for a Big Blue Kickoff Live. Nobody can ever tell you that you couldn't do it because you're dead. On Giants.com. You know what I saw? New York Giant Prime. And the Giants mobile app. 17-14 is the final. One touchdown, we are world champions. Believe it, and it will happen. Part of the Giants Podcast Network. Let's go out there like a bunch of crazy dogs. Have some fun. All right. How you doing, everyone? I'm Ross Salzberg. And once again, welcome to Big Blue Kickoff Live here on Giants.com and the Giants app. Joining me today, the big former Giants great tight end, Howard Cross, Paul Dottino. He'll be back in his familiar spot here next week. The number for all of you nice people to call is 201-939-4513. That is 201-939-4513. One three. How are we doing today, Howard? Doing good, Russ. How are you? Uh, let me tell you something, buddy. It's been a long time since I came and sat down here <laughs> with a two-game winning streak, let alone at the beginning of a season. So, uh, you know, you're a former player, so you tell me. Obviously, there are things that need to be fixed, need to be worked on, need to be corrected. But when you're making those corrections and you're doing it on the heels of victories, it seems like it's a lot easier to make progress. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot easier to make progress. It's a happier locker room, a lot more learning and, and camaraderie is kind of going on. Um, you know, just caution against there. there is a lot to fix. These guys know it's a lot to fix. The interior of the offensive line, both guards are struggling right now. Um, they're, they're trying to figure it out. You know, they're rotating guys in. They're doing a lot of everything, trying to make sure that it, that it works out. Uh, and, and, you know, that reaction makes the quarterback play sporadic because you got to roll him out now because he's got people coming up the middle. Outside that, you know, if they can just hold up a little bit, the run looks so much better. The tackles are playing pretty good. So then the center is playing pretty good. But the guards are really struggling on the offense. Let me ask you a question on that. Why Do you think there's a specific reason or is it just – I was anxious to talk to you about it because, you know, when I, when I said great – tight end i didn't say it just because you're sitting here and and we know each other a long time especially when it came to blocking Mm -hmm. none nobody was better than you so you you're into that whole offensive line business what what do you think the problem is on the interior is it just creating that chemistry because listen things happen but what struck me was like a couple of times they were in that backfield before anything was gone. It was almost like they knew the play. Yeah, it's, it's nothing against the guys that are playing. You know, the guys that are, yeah, right. that are supposed to be playing are still on, you know, IR, the pup, or whatever it is. So those were the guys, and the level of guys that they were trying to get in. The guys that were behind them were like, maybe supposed to be there for a spell, not to be there starting games the whole time. So they're, they're getting, you know, baptism by fire, so to speak, in playing. So, you know, the level of playing and, and the ability to play this position is, isn't isn't granted to everyone the same at the same level. You're you're shocked at some cases how some people can do things when other people can't. Like look at Lawrence Taylor and, and Carl Banks. They're, they would be defensive ends now, you know, in this in this level. But at the same time they could cover cover a guy out of the backfield. They could, you know, knock down the ball on a tight end. That they could do a lot of things. But those prototypical people that have those kind of abilities, they don't they don't show up every day. You only got a few people that can do it. Yeah, you, you know, you, you mentioned Taylor, uh, Lawrence Taylor and, and, and Carl. Just the thought, because, uh, we, you know, I just came back from um, uh, Dave's little mini, you know, press do, mm-hmm. and, and he said Aziz and uh, Kayvon are getting close. Now, you know, it's always been day-to-day, and he doesn't tip his hand, mm-hmm. but close to the point that they're beginning to be doing things today. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I find that kind of interesting that, that uh, he, in the past, I wasn't expecting when he'd say, we'll see, I didn't expect him in. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I'd be shocked if I saw either one of them in. I don't know. You can't really uh, gauge a, a person's body of what they're going to feel like well, or if they're, you know, it depends if you've ever had an injury before, you know, what 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 the conditions are for the injury. Um, you know, different errors predict different things. An injury in the past would have been, oh, no, I, I have to get out there, Coach. If I don't, you're going to let this guy play. And I won't come back. I'll get Wally pipped. An injury, an injury today is different. An injury today is like, hey, you get better. We need you back. So it's just a little bit different. And, and as far as Leonard Williams goes, which was almost a little shocking to me, he was saying, as far as Leonard goes, you know, he's a fast healer. He, he's, he says if he comes back this week, you know, he says I don't know if I'd call it a miracle, but. He wasn't ruling anything out. That would be a shock to me. But mm-hmm. to me, they, they dodged a big-time bullet. Because yeah. uh, I when I saw him on the ground there, I says, oh, my goodness. When I saw him limp off, I was a little more, a little more concerned. Well, you, yeah. yeah. Usually guys go down, they like they get scared. They get up, they're okay. But when you see them limping afterwards, it's a little bit, okay, that's not, that's not good. All right, Howard, what do you say we open up the phone lines again? 201-939-4513. Let's start off up in Maine and check in with Jeff. Hey, Jeff, you're on with Russ and Howard. Oh, hey, guys. Uh, hey, a quick comment about uh, evaluating Daniel Jones' big picture. Uh, he's a pocket passer, so he needs to have, you know, uh, better-than-average uh, pass protection to really excel. So I don't think it's really fair that a lot of people might compare him to, say, someone like Russ Wilson, who, if you have just a barely functional line, he could still do some stuff. But uh, to really evaluate him long term, I, I think you know you got to wait till later in the year when we, when he gets like better bass, pass protection. And I think the good news is is that the Giants line will keep improving throughout the whole year. Yeah, that, that's that's and, definitely true. That's definitely true. The healthier they get, the better they're going to be. Well, exactly, and and meshing together, and of course uh, Neil uh, improving. I have a quick I have a question for you guys though. Uh, taking everything into consideration, uh, salary, health. Uh, big picture with the offensive line. Uh, would you trade our entire offensive line, including backups, for Dallas's? <laughs> no. I, w- I wouldn't trade our whole offensive line for Dallas's. I think uh, the two tackles are going to be uh, long-stay guys for the next probably 10 to 15 years. Uh, probably going to want to be in two pro bowlers uh, going forward. So that would be a – You know, what, one a- is a captain right now <laughs> for a reason. Yeah, and, and, uh, and, in fact uh, – <laughs> Jeff uh, Daves was talking about it today. Mm-hmm. You know, he he's his personality is coming out a little bit more. But like Daves has said to me in training camp, everybody has different personalities. Mm-hmm. There's a reason he was picked as a young guy yeah. to be a captain on this team. And, so and so, you, and you look at Dallas's front. Uh, that's why Dak has a broken thumb now and is quote quote unquote uh, <laughs> rehabbing is because the interior of their offensive line wasn't wasn't doing that great. Uh, so far, thankfully, Daniel's not getting banged up like that. But it can happen that, so I would not switch. No. All right, thank you for the call, Jeff. Let's now uh, someplace here in New Jersey check in with Brandon. Hello, Brandon. Where in Jersey are you? Hey, uh, I'm in um, Hillside. Okay, what's going on, buddy? Hey, what's going on, man? What's going on, Russ? Uh, you know, I called about two weeks ago, and I was telling you, man, it was something strange about this team in this season. And I said, remember, I was telling you it had the makings of that 07 team. But I'm not going to go there and say we're going to the Super Bowl with all of them. I just want to let you know, Rush, now we're two games in, that I did call you and I said something special about this team. Well, yes, about- you, you you did say that. L- listen, I don't know, if you heard the top of the show, I, I said to uh, Howard here, it, boy, it's a lot of fun coming in at 2-0 and because yeah. – no. I don't care what anybody says, coach anybody, losing hurts, is, hurts <laughs> and it hurts confidence, and yeah. building helps confidence. Yeah. That's common sense. Yeah. So these guys are now 2-0, and and it's you know a fresh start with a new hierarchy, so they're feeling good about themselves. So I, I mean, I'm not talking... 2007 is a long time ago. <laughs> this, this is 2022, and they're 2-0. and they can't be better than two and zero. No, they can't. I, I think what's going. Right. I think what's going on also, though. I understand the fan enthusiasm for the two and zero start. 
I think you just got to like just be patient with the team. I think they're getting better and better every week. I think that good things happen when good things are happening for you, just like bad things happen when bad things are happening to you. It's just one of those things. Like you kind of catch on. All of a sudden, a guy will make a play that he wouldn't ordinarily make because, hey, look, we're we're winning. The mojo's there. The motivation. Everybody's going in the same direction. But when it's going bad, the guy's supposed to catch the ball, hit him in the chest. Yeah. yeah, so it's just right now they're having some good mojo. You know, this is going to be a big weekend for them, so let's see what happens. Yes, sir. You know, you now, know my, go ahead, Brandon. My, my thing is, you know, I, I like Daniel Jones. I feel like, and I was telling you before, Russ, like I feel though, I feel as though that he has the demeanor, the uh, demeanor of, of Eli. He kind of he plays like him, too. You know what I mean? Eli never had a perfect game, and that's what everybody be looking for as a perfect game out of him, but we got to understand as the Giants, nothing's going to be perfect with us. That's our, that's our DNA. We we don't win perfect. We we win, but it's not always perfect. And I would just like them to not move on from Daniel Jones after evaluating him with his new staff just for one year. I hope Coach Dave will get the most out of him this season, but I would like to see more of him going, going, uh, going forward. Well, that's just my you, I like things. You know, Brandon, though, uh, and then I'll leave it to uh, uh, Howard to answer you. But to me, with two games in, let, let's <laughs> let's evaluate as it goes on. We're, we're just two games in. Da- Daniel might show everybody that he's a home run uh, hitter, you know, in the next couple of games. But we got to find out. You know what, Howard, to me, what I think, it's a little, quite frankly, it's surprising to me. I thought going in, especially in training camp, I thought that one of the big things, strengths of the Giants would be the arsenal in their air attack. And that that was including the receivers. Mm-hmm. And now, when you talk about Daniel, you're saying, you know, he, boy, let's see what he has when he's got his full complement of receivers playing up to expectations. Mm-hmm. And we haven't seen that yet. Yeah. Well, it's a little bit of... Well, this, this, my ahead. thing, though, um, one more thing, and I'm going to let you go. Um, the situation with um with uh Kenny Galladay, I just hope it doesn't. I hope it doesn't like get, he you know get an attitude in the locker room. You know what I mean? I, and it starts to be a bad thing in the locker room with him not playing. But I would like to see him get some more opportunities. I feel as though this coaching staff can get something out of him. Whether he fits the system or not, I don't know. They know better than we do. Brandon, let me but, just let me just cut you off for a second and thank you for the call. The one thing I can tell you about. Uh, Kenny Galladay, uh, you know, it's like remember Bill Parcells used to say, "Best guys play, just best guys play," and, and he, you know, Dave's has basically said that. But I can guarantee you this: in terms of attitude or demeanor in the locker room, there ain't no problem with Kenny Galladay. He's a man. He acts like a man. He acts like a gentleman. He goes about his business. I mean, everybody wants to play. Yeah, and you know what? If I'm your coach and you don't want to play, I don't want you in here. So that that those are problems coaches should have. Well, you know, to to go back to his Daniel Jones theory, I think that Daniel Jones is doing you know okay right now. I think that it, the evaluation of Daniel is for the entire season. Uh, for a lot of fans that want to see Daniel, I don't want Daniel here. And if we win like eight games or nine games, you won't have a chance to get Daniel anything because he'll almost he's basically proven himself. Right. And the more he proves himself, the further he gets away from getting the first round quarterback draft pick. So that that just the more wins you have, the further down the draft chart you go. So he's he's playing a great game in my mind, and he's doing a good job. He's doing I can see him getting more and more confident as the games go along. And early in the games, you can you can tell. He's a little shocked that there's people coming directly into his face, and then he's like, okay. Then coach kind of dials it up to get away from those guys, and you can see when he has time and space, he does a great job. The, the, the one thing that he's done in the first two games, he's gotten off the deck, if you will. You know, first game right after an interception, came right back, took his team downfield, and he was certainly instrumental in last week's victory. So, I mean, those are the things the quarterback needs to do. Well, yes, but, you know, the thing that's going to be important is like when you say get off the deck, I, I saw him getting up a couple times with some of those shots he's right. taking, and he's he's not popping up as quick as he was in the beginning. So, 
You got to protect them. You got to protect your quarterback. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Without question. All right, 201-939-4513. Russ Salzberg sitting here on Big Blue Kickoff Live with the one and only Howard Cross. Let's go down to Atlanta and check in. Is it LaVon? LaVon. Okay, LaVon, how are you doing today? Hey, Russ. Hey, Howard. How are you? Very good, very good. Good. I called to speak on Andrew Thomas and the potential matchup with Michael Parsons coming up, but before I say my brief spew on that, yesterday I was listening to Paul and John, and um, they were talking about uh, Philly, and they were praising the Eagles. Um, you know, rightfully so. Philly's a good team. They're off to a good start so far as early. But it's just as a Giants fan, you know, a lot of pride in this team. And being out of state, uh, people in the last couple of years especially would ask you, what team do you root for? Some people duck and hide and, and say, you know, under their breath, I'm a Giants fan. But I've always said I'm a Giants fan regardless, very proud. And it's just it was hard for me to listen to Paul especially <laughs> talk about the Eagles in such a way and praise Jalen Hurts. And, and then even I think somebody said, I think it was John, he said Michael Parsons is like uh, is like this, this generation's LT. And it just, it just didn't sit well with me. So I just wanted to talk about Andrew Thomas and how <laughs> – this week against Michael Parsons. Hey, LaVon, hold on one um, second. LaVon, just for the record, yeah. I did not make the LT comparison. <laughs> we did okay. not make the LT comparison, but I did say he might be the best pass rusher in the league right now. That, that we okay. did say. And, and quite, fr- okay, gotcha, qu- gotcha. quite frankly, I was looking at the back of Schmelk's head because he's been our producer here today helping us out. Oh, gotcha, and I'm gotcha, saying gotcha. to myself, I don't have to agree with Schmokey all the time, but I know he didn't say he's this. Here is uh, uh, Lawrence Taylor. But anyway, continue, uh, LeVon. Yeah, it was, it's a lot of pride. And I, John is very knowledgeable, Paul, too. And I, it hurt my heart yesterday to hear them praise the Eagles. It's too early. It's too early. We we got to fight these guys. I know we've been bad, but Le- LeVon, we, we can't give them any credit. Le- we can't do it. LeVon, how, are you from Atlanta? No, I'm from New York, sir. Oh, Born and oh so okay. So at least that that'll le- let me allow me to understand these deep feelings so for he, the big blue. He, he's, I, a, he's, I, a, I he's a New York trans. He's moved away from New York. And yeah. He's trying to still hang on. Yeah. As far as fandom yeah. goes, man, hey, I I I'm a fan of a lot of things and stuff. But you have to appreciate good play. Yeah. And, so if you don't appreciate it, you get knocked down by it. So if you appreciate it early, it, you know if you appreciate it early, you know. But Thomas is out there playing. He's he's not playing against. No mere mortal. He's playing against somebody that's looking that's looking pretty spectacular right now, and got a lot of confidence. This could be a big moment for him if he get, comes out there and, and has some success yeah. against him in one on one. That's gonna blow. Sure. That's gonna blow his confidence up. So right now he's just looking ready, getting himself ready for a big fight, and that's all you can do. That's my point. Howard made my point. That's what I wanted to say. Let's uh, get ready for a fight. Thanks, guys. <laughs> all right, buddy. All Thank right. you. I'm saying to myself, how's this guy? I, I mean, because quite like, frankly. I'm down here in Atlanta. I'm from New York. Jalen Hurts. Man, well, Jalen Hurts had himself a pretty darn good man, game, man. I'd Jaylen, say that. Jalen Hurts deserves everything he gets after what he had to go through in college. Yes, Roll Tide. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that, too. You beat me to it there, Schmelke. All right, let's go to Northern Maine and uh, check in with Jeff. Hello, Jeff. Hi, how are you guys doing? Pretty good. We're doing good. good. Awesome. Um yeah, I got a couple talking points. Um, point mm-hmm. one is uh, leave the wide receivers alone. You know, whether it's, um, you know, Galladay getting so many snaps or, you know, whatever. You know, just just leave those guys alone. Well, uh, what, what do you mean by leave them alone? He doesn't want anybody picking on him. He's like, oh. you know, the, the amount of plays that Galladay or... or or whoever yeah. gets so like it's part of it. Like just remember this: the coach Dayball and that group, they they run uh, a system based on the players' activity, what they think, and what these guys exactly. can contribute. So like I I don't really care who plays. Yeah, as exactly. long as, as, long as you, you win. Thank you, Howard. Yeah. Well, well you, you know, Jeff, if you've been a, I said it at the top of the show to Howard. If you remember, you know, the the tuna Bill Parcells and his line was always best guys play. And that's yep. what Dable is going on. 
best guys play. So who's playing? Yeah, I, I, Who I, is I emerging? Think a lot of the media is. Oh, uh, oh, now you're coming on something else. Don't get swayed by that. Between the media no, and the social I think media. A lot of the media is jumping on Kadarius Tony for no good reason. Uh, hey, guy's hurt. You know, when he's, when he's in, he's in. He's playing. He plays pretty good. Uh, I don't have a problem with that. Um, let me go to my next talking point, is uh, Lee Daniel Jones alone. He's not Pat Mahomes, and he's not Dan Marino. Uh, I want to be Trent Dilfer. Do great things with the ball. Don't do anything stupid with the ball, and we're going to win games. All right, Jeff. Thank you for the call. I mean, I, I'd like a little more than uh, Trent Dilfer, but uh, <laughs> he's well, he's saying that like he, in his mind, he's yeah. like everybody's trying their hardest, but unfortunately, that's not how it really works. You know, you got to give it everything you got, and you got to accept the responsibility of what people think of you nowadays. Uh, when it's funny how the world has changed so greatly from 1989 when I came in the league to now. When in 1989, I was told never talk to the press, not the in-house press. Don't speak to anyone. They have no. They do, do not have your best interest at heart. And whatever they say to you on a good day, they're going to say twice as much on a bad day. Do, do, do you remember? <laughs> do you remember what Bill used to say don't to you guys? To don't talk there, to them. There are th- three mm-hmm. things that can hurt a team. <laughs> uh, uh, the the beat a team. Mm-hmm. The opponent, mm-hmm. division within, mm-hmm. and the media. Yeah. So, he, he used to kid with them, the media communists. You know, <laughs> it, it, it was it's just funny. That was always the speech. And I and I, I kind of grew up under Bill's you know, tutelage. And I'm like thinking to myself, like, these guys, like, why are they talking about this stuff? They don't even know what's going on in these meeting rooms. And now I'm in the media. So I'm starting to laugh because that's the thing that gets to guys more today than anything else. They they, they don't have to watch Sports Center all night long. They get it on. They get a tweet. They get it on Instagram. They can get it on TikTok. If something goes wrong, they get wrong, it every place. They get it every place. So you give all these people a voice about your abilities when they can perform your abilities. It's like it'd be like me talking about uh, Aaron Judge and like, well, you know, he could he could hit it a little bit better. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm... it's funny that you said that. I, honest to God, I'm driving in, driving here today, and I'm yeah. listening to the radio and the discussion. And I see Schmokey's looking at me. The, the discussion is. You know, well, is he going to stay or if he wants this or how we're going to judge him if he leaves? The guy just hit his 60th home run. Yeah. You're happy. Your team's in first place. No. Can you enjoy this while no. it's going no. on? No. But it's no. I'd rather be miserable. Yeah. You know, just on one other thing before we uh, get back to the phones, we're talking about like the media and not talking to this and that. And mm-hmm. Parcells always used to say something else. Don't tell me. He'd give a speech. Don't tell me that anything is off the record. Nothing's off the record. You know why any, nothing's off the record? I got seven assistants. This is how much yeah. that sport, the sport yeah. has changed. I got seven assistants. And those seven assistants have seven wives. And those seven wives have seven best friends. That's 21 people. Don't tell me it's off the record because somebody's going to find Somebody out about don't it. Tell. Right? All right, who we got next? Uh, two zero. I'll tell you what we got next. We got to read a little. Uh, I got to just take care of a little business here. Uh, and Giants fans, make sure you're at MetLife Stadium for the next home game. That is Monday, September 26th. That's right. The Giants going to host the rival Dallas Cowboys for a Monday night football special and a special Ring of Honor ceremony is going to take place. During halftime, you want to be there, folks. Limited individual and group tickets are still available. Visit Giants.com slash tickets to secure your seat today. All right, 201-939-4513. Now let's go to Schmelke's all-time favorite caller up in Portland, Maine. No. Charlie, Charlie, no. Charlie. Now, Russ, you missed it last week. Him and Howard had a back and forth, and it was a knockout. So Charlie wants round two with Howard today. All right, Charlie. I thought I, if I came hey, Russ, day, how I you doing? Away from them. I'm doing okay. Now, li- now listen, I got Howard with me. I don't get to work with him much be nice let's be nice guys oh play God. nice what do you want what, hey. what what do you got charlie hey i gotta cross the bear howard <laughs> go right ahead and no i know you were staggering on that first round we had and you almost 
go got knocked out. But I'll give you a chance on the second round. How's that? Okay. <laughs> All right, Charlie. Remember what I told you? You say something stupid. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm going to let everybody know what you're saying is invalid. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanted to say about the Panther game, and I really want to talk more about the Dallas game. But uh, Daniel Jones was mediocre. Uh, he was late on a lot of throws. He missed a bunch of guys wide open, but I'll give him credit. And he also, and he, he almost gave a, a, a pick six, a gift to a cornerback, but he dropped it. Yeah. But I'll give him credit. He didn't fumble the ball. He was hit back three times. He ran a bunch of times, and he hang, and he hung on to the ball. So to me, that's progress. Was he about seventy? Was he about seventy percent passing, John? Roughly, roughly. Uh, he was, I believe, at a 64.5%. Yes. 64.5% passing. Uh, and by the way, that's about as positive Charlie's going to get about Jones. So, yeah. so I suggest you take <laughs> yeah, it and you move you on. Better take it out. You better take it out. Take it, oh, God, take it to the bank. <laughs> Be careful because ha- I see Howard right now. He's revving up a haymaker. It's coming right at you, Charlie. <laughs> oh, and uh, I just wanted to say about the game coming up, Dallas. Uh,. Look, we got to score points. You know, we can't score averaging 20 points. It's not going to make it. I mean, we're lucky that Dak is out because he always puts up 30 on us. So we have a chance to win this game, no doubt. But I do not like this wide receiver by committee. I hate it. I don't like it. We have Tony should be on the field. Galladay should be on the field. When he was in Buffalo, he didn't. He didn't sit digs down and say, oh, we're going to just have a package for you. No, because he knew he was had talent. And we the best two wide receivers we have is Galladay and Tony, and they should be starting. They should be getting 80% of the snaps. I don't understand what he's doing. I think it's stupid. And it, mm-hmm. you know, we only had 172 yards passing, so it isn't like they were lighting it up. Right. So they, they do realize that those guys are in 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 games and sometimes uh, asked to do things more than just run routes. They're they're asked to do blocking assignments. They're asked to do some of everything. Uh, they also get their actual targets in games sometimes. But when you're getting sacked, there is hard to get hard to get the ball to them. I think the ideal that uh that players should have to play because of who they are. Those days are gone. Like uh, unless you have a guy like this at the same talent as Jamar Chase or somebody like that in the league, you don't have to have him on the field. You run plays with every different guy and try to make him look different. You got the guy that left Green Bay who went to quote unquote Oakland, not Oakland, but uh, the Las Vegas, and he's supposed to be such a special talent. But all of a sudden, Adam, he yeah. goes to a new quarterback and he doesn't look the same. You look at Odell Beckham, who was like you know lights out, leading the league. If he'd have stayed healthy. He may have like torched the league forever, but he left New York and left Eli and went to other other quarterbacks. Of, they were mobile. They mm-hmm. were they were more accurate. Mm-hmm. They were more better offensive lines, and he disappeared. Also, Charlie, let me, well, let, also let, Char- Charlie, just listen. Just listen. <laughs> yeah. let, let me give a point to you, which sure, sure. has been hasn't been brought up in this conversation. This little tête-à-tête with you and, and Howard, <laughs> but um, <laughs> as Dave said to us today. Kadarius ain't practicing today. You know why? The hammy is bothering him today. And that's been a problem pretty much all season long. So when you say this and that, and they got to receive 80% of this and 80% of that, that goes in line with if you're playing, if you're showing it during the week, and if you could do it. Listen, I'm the biggest Kadarius Tony fan. I happen to really, really like the kid. But they all, you know, it's the same thing with Kenny. You got to get separation. Charlie, it is your, what it your, is. Your, but best, your best ability always in any any sport, any time, your best <clears> ability <throat> is availability. And availability is not just being available in game time. It's being available, quote-unquote, in practice time. It's also being available to the quarterback's eyes so he can see you, that he knows that well, he can on you. And all those things have to happen from the receiver and the, the quarterback and getting their kind of maturation together from preseason, from preseason to – uh, spring practice or whatever they used to, whatever they call it here now, or the OTAs and everything. Yeah. If you ain't there for the whole yeah, group right. and not trying to get it done the entire time, then when it comes back to regular time, people start looking at you funny. And you got a brand new coaching staff who's trying to work to quote unquote find any way they can to win games. 
They need guys that are having reps in practice to show up in games. Guys that aren't having reps, it's hard to like count on them. You like you can hope that they're going to do it right, but if they don't do it right, right, what do you say? All right, Charlie, is that good enough for you? Hey, yeah, just one more thing. The thing that that bothered me too about Brian was that he was saying that everybody has to earn their snaps and you know during practice or whatever, and you know it's like a competition. But it's yeah, I can understand that if it's everybody, but it's not because it should be the quarterbacks too. No, it's not the quarterback. Charlie, Charlie, bye, Charlie. Have a good one. I I like you, but you got to get over this glass half empty attitude all the time. You left them on the line for one too many. Yeah, you know what? (laughs) And I saw Schmokey kind of looking at me because I kind of got a soft spot for him. No, so do I. But but I'm saying to myself. Wait a minute! Like every you're two and zero. Can we enjoy it? You're two and zero. He's like, yeah. but, the, but the whole thing about the competition within the team. There are some dudes that show up every day. Amen. First one in, last one out. Those are the dudes that you're not really worried about competition with. You're just trying to get them the best equipment so they can work the work this building out and do what they got to do. He's talking about things like he, he's judging. Um, you know, when something's happening with a team, not not just the Giants, but any team in the league. And you see one of the stars maybe not having as much time or not not getting a chance to do something. That's not because of anything other than hey, look, that's something internally they need to fix. That's not that has nothing to do with fans and everything. And you can wish anybody you want onto the field, but it just it just doesn't work that way. Like I, believe me, you know, I played in some years. So I was watching guys, and they were like first round draft picks. So, well, why isn't he playing more? Well, you know, we, well Howard's doing a decent job and we we all know why why can't we get him on the field? Well, Howard's our guy. Well, I listened to that in the papers, press even asked me, "Do you think so and so is going to play?" Now, the guy plays my position. I'm like, "Well, not unless something happens to me. I don't know what to tell you." Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. So this is just different. It, it it's this is not scholarship. You know, it, it's business, and and the business is the bottom line of winning. And the best guys play, who can help you win the games. It, it's not very complicated. And it becomes uh, who you trust more than anything else, and that's that's what happens. Big time. Two zero one three nine. What am I talking? I'm giving my home phone number. Two zero one nine three nine four five one three. I'm here with Howard Cross and John Schmelk, and you, the people out there. Let's go to. Um, Let's go to the Poconos and check in with Atticus. Hello, Atticus. You're on with Russ and Howard. Hey, good afternoon, guys. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good, good, good. I wanted to briefly talk about, and a couple of people touched on the topic of the rotation of players at the wide receiver position, Mm -hmm. the rotation of players at the guard position, and that's a problem with the guards. I understand what they're doing, and until Shane gets back and Gates gets back, uh, and maybe Matt Pert, we're going to see some issues there. But that's important. And what that does is it creates a difficult path for you to truly evaluate uh, the quarterback position. A lot of people are haters of Daniel Jones. I'm not. I'm a Giants fan. I like Daniel Jones. I like Tyrod Taylor. But the, the similarities between these two guys' careers are uncanny. Neither one has gotten a true fair shake at being, uh, and I'm talking about in the eyes of evaluating him and his talent, uh, for being a quarterback in the NFL. Tyrod Taylor, he took the Bills to, to the playoffs when he uh, was in Buffalo. Then he went he went to, I think he went to uh, the, the Texans from there, or, or I forget where he went. He got injured. Then he went to San Diego. A doctor punctured his lung. And everywhere he's played, he's done every everything he's expected to do, but never really given a fair shake. Daniel Jones... He came on, came in on the heels of what's been a perpetual problem with the New York Giants in terms of their offensive line. I would dare say the poor offensive line play at the end of Eli's career kind of tarnished his legacy. Even though he's still submitted in the Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks, he just did not go out on top the way that we would have liked for him to. And that led into Daniel Jones. Terrible offensive line play. You can see when he first came into the league, he played pretty well. I mean, even though he had a lot of turnovers, but there was not much help from the guys up front. Never had all his receivers and players. I mean, his weapons. So these are two real similar dynamics with these two players. So now we have a coaching staff, and I want to start by saying with them, they're doing a great job by having us 2-0, right? Start there. However, 
this rotation of players and the chemistry that you sometimes need on the offensive line in the wide receiver position, but Daniel to get chemistry with these players, sometimes I think it could be detrimental to to him because he can't have a decent year. Okay, so He's got to have a me, good year. Just hold on. Let me ask you something. Go ahead. So you got two wins because of the rotations that they have to go Correct. through because somebody can't get something done for them. You would rather mm-hmm. them not rotate and have go 0-2 so that – No, so that Dan- is not what I'm saying at well, all. That is not but, what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying on. is – Just hold on. Just hold on. Okay. You have to acknowledge that what they're doing is actually working. You can't yeah. – but you're trying to improve something that's working. Don't tinker with it when it's not broken yet. So, like – no, 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 no. That's not what I'm doing. If, hold if, on, if hold you let me on, finish what? my point, you'll I, see what I was saying. Getting that though. But, but I'm telling you what you're saying. You're going down the wrong road with it because the players that are going to come back, the interior guards and all these different guys on the offensive line, they're going to increase Daniel Daniel Jones's protection and the run game's protection, and the, and the game's going to look even more and more different and even more and more advanced. The tight ends all Agreed. of a sudden have gotten gotten something and they've drank the Kool-Aid. They're, they're catching passes and, and crushing guys <laughs> on the edges. It, it's, they're getting better and better. You know, you know, coaching is about dealing with what you have at the moment and trying to figure out the right. best way to, to you know, incorporate it and get it going. The GM, Joe, is, is out there scouring the side, you know, every field he can trying to figure out, holy smokes, is there someone else out there that's still got something left that maybe can help us? You know, and, right. and and think about this. This past week, they did an excellent job in, in coverage. Uh, where where the, we've been watching that for the whole preseason in the first game, we're thinking like, how you know we have no depth. We don't even have guys that can cover kicks. And all of a sudden, they right. went from not covering to knocking the ball out of guys' hands. So a guy who just they just basically just picked up, and they're getting they're they're doing it. So it's all a part of you know the the, the growth. You go into it with what you got. You keep looking for help. As you go and you go on. That's why they're rotating. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. They don't have a choice. I, I, I agree. I think we're making two points from the same chapter, but they're a little dissimilar. Uh, because I agree with everything that you said, and that's why I said Dable's approach is working. It's absolutely working. We're 2-0. We haven't been 2-0 in a long time. Listen, I'm a season ticket holder for a long time, and I've left by the start of the third quarter for many years. Just long ride home up to the Poconos. Just terrible. <laughs> I was just talking about from an evaluation standpoint of a position, probably most important position of our team, it's kind of difficult to get a full evaluation when you've got – when you've got that type of process going, which is working, by the way, it is working. But you you know what, Atticus, and and, and thank you for the call, but, you know, if you listen to Howard, it's not a perfect world. You can't, yeah, you you like everybody, oh, this guy got 10 passes today, and this guy got four and six, but as you're winning, it's working. And, And until somebody emerges... Howard, don't you think if somebody all of a sudden, whether it was Kenny Galladay or this guy or or or, or KT or whoever mm-hmm. emerges, and okay, then they're going to get the ball more. It's, I, I, I think you have to go out and kind of take your spot. Yeah, and, that's and, exactly. And, yeah, and it's it's hard to do, you know, and it's hard for fans to understand. But you have to go out and really take your spot. You like, all all great players or all players who wanted to be who, who are their quote unquote the number one or whoever they are on the team. You notice them immediately from their work ethic, not just their 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 ability, but their work ethic. They're in first. They're they're here late. They're trying to get better. They're trying to get what sit with guys to try to make sure that they're doing the right thing. Because if the guy on the far left is doing a good job, then the guy on the far right and he's he's not worried as much because there's not more double coverage or anything like that. So you have to that it, you just got to go out and just take it. Like and if you want to be number one, it ain't it ain't because you're paid the most it's not because you have what they know your name the most it's just the work that you get you see guys coming in the league every year from you know small schools or whatever it is and they say like, okay i want to be here and they have the ability to do it and they go take it so the guys that everybody's talking about i'm not saying they don't have the ability i think all of them have great ability 
But if they're going to do it, they got to, you know, it's an attitude that, that you have to have in, and a belief in yourself that, like, I want to do this. You they know, got, isn't it, you've heard it several times, some coaches say, let's see how bad you want it. Mm-hmm. How much do you want it? Okay, if you, how much did you want to be a pro? How mm-hmm. much did you want to get to a Division One school? How bad do you want it? I, I, I watch my son play football every week. He's six foot and change, maybe six one. He weighs 275 pounds. He plays nose tackle. And I just sit there and watch. I'm like, what in the world is going on that he can play nose tackle at that size? And it's amazing. He plays for Notre Dame. It's just amazing. I'm like, he, I, I told him a long time ago, I said, most guys don't want it. So if you're standing in front of a guy, you you can determine if he really wants it or not right off the bat, and you can show him that, that you really didn't want to do this today. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. Good, good, good for him. How old is he now? 21. Man, I'm getting old because I remember when he was a baby. Gee. I do too. <laughs> yes, I'm sure you do. Uh, All right, back to the phones we go, 201-939-4513. Let's go uh, to Cape Cod and check in with John. Hello, John. How are you today? Great, guys. How are you doing? Good. Very good. But, Howard, it's a pleasure having your insight on this show. i got to tell you, <laughs> my, family, my family's been sitting in the stands since they were playing in the polo ground, wow. okay? And I watched almost every game you ever played until I moved away. Uh, you were the consummate pro. Thank you. Uh, I'll tell you something, guys. I know that for a lot of reasons you can't get rid of Twitter, but wouldn't be a bad idea if you screened the callers and didn't take calls for anybody that has a Twitter account. <laughs> because... Because that is crudely the website for people that are making spot judgments with incomplete information. You know, whatever the Giants are doing, they're doing it right and they're winning. And that's the bottom line. John, let me just add something to what you said. Not only are they making, what what did you say? Spot decisions. Spot spot decisions. They make decisions and also they make made-up decisions. So, I mean, to me, if I wasn't in the business, I would not be on Twitter. I could tell you that right yeah. now. No, no it, I, it, it, it's – and sometimes, listen, I'm here every day, mm-hmm. and, and I listen to what's going on, and I'm hearing the same thing that the other guys are saying. I'm saying, wait a minute. How did they come up with this line? Because that's not the way I was hearing it. No. That's not the way the coach meant it. That's not the way the player meant it. Y- y- you know, fans, a, a, a word to the wise for everybody – don't base anything that you want to feel about your Giants and, quite frankly, other teams as well on what you read on Twitter, <laughs> period. Well, you know, social media is, is, is a funny thing. It, it helps some people grow, and it kind of destroys some people. Yes. The problem with it is, is that if, if you're in an argument with someone and you want to stop talking to them, you can usually walk away from them. But when you have social media, every time you turn it on, <laughs> you see that blinking that message button, you're like, do I still want to? Do I still want to have this conversation? Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people kind of carry on with it. So, like, I just think you don't drink and tweet. <laughs> I don't think you. I don't think you watch a game and and tweet. I don't think. I just a lot of things that you don't. You know, just don't do. Uh, but reading the tweet sometimes, I think it's funny. I, I've I've heard people criticize me, make fun of me. I'm like, that's cool. Yeah, I've like, been there, done that. That's fine. I don't. I don't live on well, likes. <laughs> just they, just, they just, have, just don't count be- on it. That's all. That had to be that had to be people that never saw you block Howard and never saw you get open in the end zone time after well, time. I, I don't. I don't. Like, uh, like I said, I don't live with anybody uh, anybody else's uh, yeah, definition yeah. of me. Yeah. Uh, we we used to we used to we used to we used to say we used to say in Vietnam, opinions are like a holes. Everybody has one. Yes, sir. But you know something. We live, we live in, I won't go on and on, guys, but we live in the age of instant gratification. I'm glad they're at least being patient with Jones because if they'd had this attitude with the first three years, we would never have had Phil Sims, and we would never have had multiple all-pro seasons out of Brad Van Pelt, and the list goes on and on and on. Uh, I just have one quick question I'll take off the air. Go ahead, John. Uh, you think if Leonard Williams can't go this weekend, what do you think about the Giants? You know, you can call it what you want, but it, to me it's a 3-4 base defense. What about moving Jihad Ward 
to defend to them and then using your other linebackers as linebackers just right. to give you that side punch. All right, th- John, thanks for the call, bud. So the way the, way the defense kind of structured, they play uh, two two very large defensive tackles uh, with, uh, with Leonard, and then they have uh, a kind of a big end and a rush end. So it's, it's constructed in a way that it's almost like a 4-3 but everybody calls it a three four and it, it just it's just the way it's constructed. If he, I don't know if he has the weight to, to if he's playing linebacker, that means they, they want him to cover the, the back out of the backfield and they want him to cover the um the tight end. I don't know if he could do that. I don't know if Warwick could do that. I'm not, I'm though he's phenomenal against the run. I know he's phenomenal you know, in, in tight areas. Uh he probably can cover the curl flat but if you ask him to do something going backwards when he's when he's kind of built to go forward at that size at 285 pounds, it might be a little bit, bit of a stretch. As far as what they're going to do, I mean, it's going to be, have to be some guys to step up. I mean, you know, it's just they're just going to have to, like in, interiorly, because if they can get some pressure up the middle on, on this Cooper, uh, he he's a decent quarterback. He was decent when he played in, the, in the college. But if you're getting pressure up the middle – it changes the way you view the field, the way you do things. Also, pressure up the middle causes you not to be able to run the ball as well. So they're got to figure out a way to like stop, you know, stuff it up and make sure they they stay in front of their guys for the whole game. I'm sure that's in in the game plan, Howard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Little business here, folks. The Giants' official connected TV streaming app, Giants TV, brings original video content and game highlights on demand and direct to Big Blue fans. Giants TV is free on Apple TV, Roku, and Amazon Fire TV and the Giants mobile app. 201-939-4513 is the number. Got 15 minutes to go before we wrap up a great afternoon here with Howard uh, Cross. Let's go to Brooklyn and check in with Daniel. Hello, Daniel. How are we doing today? You're on with Howard and Russ. Uh, hi, Howard and Russ. Uh, just wanted to say thank you guys for uh, the show. Uh, been listening to you guys for a long time. I wanted to touch on two kind of obscure points, I guess you could say. Okay. Uh I know that uh, the receiver situation looks kind of grim right now, but I'm actually real happy about the 2-0. and And Galladay is what he is at this point, I think. Uh, I think that he was great in Detroit, and I think that he has gas in the tank left, but if we're not going to put him at that number one spot, as you guys say, uh, Gabe's is not looking for that solid number one in this group. He's looking to get plays out of everybody. And I think it's kind of unfortunate that Slayton has taken a back seat. I think that Slayton was our best receiver that we picked with uh, Gettleman. And I think it's unfortunate that he was taking the back seat he has because he can get open and he can play. I, I think that in both cases, the players and the way they've been playing uh, in practice and everything is, is more of what they're looking at. That's not something that we're like, you shouldn't feel bad about it. You should know that there is a lot of uh, – time and energy put into making evaluations of who's going to be on the field and who's going to make plays. I think that I'm trying to think of how to explain it because I'm not there every day myself, but I know how it's worked for a thousand years, basically not a thousand years, but a long, long time is that guys play themselves into position. I was here my rookie year and they cut a guy that was the star receiver and they cut him right before the playoffs. Yeah, I think that I think that really I just personally liked him as a player, but you're right. Obviously, he should be producing in practice. He should make himself more known. I think that Richie James is going to play himself into a great position. He's looked great these first two weeks. And coming from where he was at in San Francisco, I'm actually super happy to see him. Mm -hmm. The second thing I wanted to touch on, I was just going to get off the phone. I think that Ryder Anderson, I don't know if you guys have looked up any of his uh, college tape or anything that he was doing in training camp, but when I was at a training camp, if there's ever been a guy I've seen in a Giants uniform that looks like, you know, just eye test completely, Ryder Anderson looks real nice. <laughs> I don't necessarily know, you know, if he's going to produce at any point in his career, but that's the guy I would like to see get some, you know, play time off the practice squad at some point. Thank you, guys. All right, Daniel, thank you. You know, Howard, I find it interesting. And listen, I come from a different place than you. You were a player. I was the guy covering mm-hmm. you. But I'm hearing it, it's the Giants are still a work in progress. Mm-hmm. This is a new 
uh, organization. Uh, a lot of changes were made in the offseason. Uh, they're putting a system together. They're putting it in place. Guys are still coming back from injuries. They're dealing with injuries. And, you know, it, it really it, – I'm kind of surprised today. I, I was thinking today was going to be a real, like, upbeat. Not that it's been so negative, but it really has been, uh, for the most part, a glass half full um, – Attitude and and I'm not waving big blue pom poms here, but for crying out loud, it's two and zero. Oh. The team's two and zero. Oh. Listen, everybody everybody wants to tinker with, and they have yeah. like you know some of the some of the stuff could be coming from their fantasy hopes. Uh, if they if they've drafted some of these guys on their fantasy teams, some of it could be coming from like you know uh, just what I thought should happen, and it's, you know they're having success. But what I think should happen is. And as, that's what you get as a fan. You you watch shows and and you you try to predict what's happening. You like, oh, this would have been a better ending if they had done it this way or or something. We're always you know great critics and and we're always great um, uh, engineers and and producers for of things when we're on the outside looking in. But like I tell people all the time, like football is, is basically like hot dogs. You want to enjoy them. You don't want to see how it's made. And that's what and what's happening is people want to see they want to see how it's made. They want to figure out how what the ingredients are, and that's not the way it works. You you only play with and and, the, and I'm not I'm not saying anything wrong is happening, but I'm just saying you play with the guys that you know that you can count on. Is he going to be available during the game? If I take him out there for a game, he runs three plays and he pulls a hamstring and he's not available for the rest of the year. I can't deal with that. The player that knows is like, hey, I feel a little something. Well, if you feel a little something, you're going to have to stop. But at least, you know, in that case, at least he's being honest and he says he feels a little something. You got to get it checked out. You can't go through this and start thinking like, I wish this guy played. I wish that guy played. I hope this guy plays. They're playing what, like I said, we have a limited roster. Uh, I think that's, I think it's pretty well known that we have a limited roster. We have very limited depth. Depth, yeah. so, depth is not a strong point. Yeah, so we're, we're trying to – you know, and I'm saying we like I'm like I'm in the GMs up, but but we're trying to get the most productivity out of the guys that we have, while meanwhile looking for small places here and there to improve things. That has been the message over and over every day, and they're and they're actually winning games while doing it. I'm impressed. Yeah, you you know one of the things that I was worried about, folks, going into the season, Howard, and and, and I, maybe I, maybe I dis- discussed this. With you, I, I don't know, but I mean, because I've said it to several people. One of my concerns going into the season was, just don't get off to an horrendous start. When I mean, you know, like, mm. okay, we're two and zero now. That's great. Okay, if even if we were one and one or one one and two, I just not like zero and three because mm. in my mind, I know what's gone on the past few mm-hmm. years, and then the natives get restless. And when I say the natives, <laughs> I'm talking fans, about the yeah. fans. I'm talking about the media. And then everything is a negative, ne- negative spin, yeah. and and th- then it snowballs. It you know it's very uncomfortable after a while to keep getting mm. be- getting beaten down. Yeah, well, I mean that's human it, nature. Yeah, but you know the the team has been like historically, a f- every four to every eight year team, or every four to eight years or four to ten years, I can't remember what the number was. They have a really good draft. Then the team comes up a little bit. And if you come up, if you stay down for so long, you'll start getting better draft picks for like two or three years, and supposedly you build your team that way. Well, unfortunately, they haven't had that great luck in the draft. Guys haven't turned out to be semi who they were supposed to be. And once you draft guys like that and you're trying to figure out what you're going to do with them, some of those guys leave the league. Some of them, I think a couple of them are still around. But you, you, you're trying your best to get players in positions to you know have the best careers and seasons they can have. Problem is that you get a quarterback like Daniel Jones, first-round draft pick. He lived through some terrible lines and stuff. He lived through some some bad moments. You get a running back like Saquon Barkley, who's a phenom, living through some terrible offensive lines, and all of a sudden you start and a bad injury. Yeah, and so yeah, but you but you start getting better the moment things start to fall in place. Now we don't have the best line in the league, but it's so much better than it's been in the past. Yeah. That Daniel has time to step into passes. That Saquon can look like a running back with that's going north and south instead of having to dodge two guys in the backfield before he can take one step forward. It just looks better. It looks better when and for fans that so you guys understand this. 
Watch, watch how the play goes off. The play's going off with 10 seconds left on the clock, 15 seconds left on the play clock. Instead of three, two, one, please snap the ball. And it becomes like you, like I've said this on the air before, diffusing the bomb. It looks different. It just does. And, you know, they, they, they are making adjustments on, on the fly offensively. It looks different. You can see it. Third downs look different. You know, short yardage looks different. It, it just things look different. I know they haven't scored a lot of points yet. I know the defenses are going to get tougher and tougher, but these guys make great adjustments and are able to, you know, take away from some of the things that guys are doing good in the first half. You, you remember, you know, because you bring up, you know, offensive line and what's improving. You remember 2020, there was a point uh, during that season you had three rookies, Andrew Thomas, mm-hmm. um, Matt Pert, and uh, who, who's the other guy? I'm just thinking. Mm-hmm. He's hurt now. Schmelke, help me out. Shame Lemieux. Shame Lemieux. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you had the three of them, three rookies starting on the offensive line, and mm-hmm. basically you had a, not basically, you had a first-year center in Nick Gates mm-hmm. playing center, and everybody was enthused, and you know they're getting time to play, and this and that. Then everybody, everybody was crippled by injuries. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. It, it's you know. So that's part of it. I'll tell you one thing. I've been covering football for a long time, mm-hmm. and it just has hit me this year more so than ever before. I, I said to somebody, "Man, it's a violent sport." I'm I'm not saying violent mm-hmm. as, as bad. No, you, it, you know. It, but I'm I'm just saying I it's mean, a rough sport I, I tell people this all the time everybody's body's different yeah and and you know you have greater success with with certain things the world's changed so much that you know football still has seasons but it's changed so much you have kids training now from the age of 10 to do something whether it's baseball whether it's soccer whether whatever it is and you're actually training well every everything that you're training everything you're doing seems good but your body only got so much wear and tear it can take. So if you're a baseball player and you're playing baseball, you know, three the whole nine months out of the year or ten months out of the year, that shoulder and that elbow, yeah. <laughs> even if it's tennis, that's you're if, right. If it's soccer, kicking the ball, whatever it is, you only got so many reps. You, you know, it amazes me now. It's funny that mm-hmm. you brought that up. I got three little grandsons, four, six, and seven, mm-hmm. and I'm not the. Not the four-year-old, but the six and seven-year-old playing baseball and what? Mm-hmm. But I shake my head because you know now I'm it's seeing it's your eight round. and nine. What are we talking now, about? Now think about now think about this. They got the seven-on-seven camps now <laughs> that are almost year-round. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it it just your the training. I, I I was a hard trainer. I trained like crazy. I did martial arts and I would train double or everything. But it was only during training season. Right. And it was like, okay, and I was playing basketball or I was trying to play golf or something. I think that guys, you know, I think they're in good shape. I think they're eating right and everything. God bless them. But I think that some in some some instances, they're overtraining certain parts. And uh, well, I remember now, by the way, Russ, sorry for interrupting, but they put it in contracts where you can't play basketball and stuff like that in the offseason oh, anymore boy. because they don't want to risk injury. Yeah. I used to play like – sure? I was, yeah. I was in a league and we were playing like 40 games, 40 or 50 games a – a year in the off season, we we we'd go everywhere to play people. So but, this is just different. But you, you know what? I happen to totally agree with you, and I've thought about this for the longest time. I wonder whether it's the money and the guys want to make it. People do overtrain. It's not just it's not just in football. In all sports, mm-hmm. you, you know, if we're hearing in baseball obliques this and obliques that, yeah. and, 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 and you know what? Remember, um, I'm looking at you. Aaron Ross. Oh, yeah. Aaron mm-hmm. Ross, a terrific kid, a super talented defensive back. His wife was an Olympian. Mm-hmm. He used to train with her. I used to look at his legs, and man, they were the greatest legs in the world, strong in this and that. But he, he always had a hammy. Always o- a hamstring. Always yeah. a hammy mm-hmm. or a calf. And I'm saying, because I looked at those legs, and if you went, I'm just, bing, if you just hit them, I'm saying, it's going to snap like a guitar string because I'm yeah. wondering. I'm the, just saying. The training, you know. the training these days is so different, and it's, it's, it's I, I guess it's better for something, but for, most, for the most part, I see a lot more injuries, like non-contact injuries, guys going down and see – you're wearing out your Achilles. You're wearing out this, and you're doing it, and you just not, you don't realize you're doing it. Yeah, and how it reminds me, Russ, too, of what the Olympic sprinters used to be, right? Where they mm-hmm. would always or 
or like a thoroughbred racehorse. Like if one little thing goes wrong, it becomes mm-hmm. a debilitating thing where you can't perform. Right. And it's like they aren't as – it's like they train to be the highest performance athlete, but it doesn't allow them to be a consistent so, performing athlete for a longer period of time. Yeah. You know what so, I mean? Yeah. And I know you can't play basketball because they're paying these guys too much money, but you can think about it. When we played football for the whole season – we would still work out and lift weights, but then you're playing basketball, you're learning to shift and do your weight, and you're able to move oh, and stuff. It's just different it muscles. Helps you for football, too. Yeah, I mean, it, it scouts is, look yeah. for multi-sport athletes yeah. now. They want guys that play multiple it's sports in high school. Different muscles. Well, that's what the combines are supposed to be about. Mm-hmm. I, I no. mean, and I always say this. Do me a favor. Don't tell me. I don't care how great you are catching a ball with nobody on you. <laughs> I want to see you catching a ball with somebody on your yeah. back. Yeah. I don't care how fast you're running alone i need to see what you're doing to shake off somebody it, it, it's it's different like i said the training the training today is like i think is the biggest thing and i, I don't know how to fix it i'm not you know a physiologist i, I don't know and i i want to make sure that i'm saying that so if anybody's listening especially people with kids i'm just saying diversify your child's athletic career if you possibly can it is better for your kid health-wise, and he won't be getting tummy john at 14. And I think how to recommend today, definitely nine holes of golf today for everybody uh, according uh, to Howard Cross, yeah, right? I think, I think every child should start <laughs> off with a, with a wedge in the backyard yeah, li- li- and then work your way. And then work, work, <laughs> work your way, your way around. Howard, always a pleasure, buddy. Good to see you, hope, man. hope to do it again with you. Uh, Schmelke, always a pleasure. Thank you for helping out. As I said, uh, Paul... Tino will be back with me here next week. But until next time, it is I, Russ Salzberg, saying to all of you here on Big Blue Kickoff Live, bye-bye so long. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top ten for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.